Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by the Agency Sales System, the online course designed specifically to teach you how to build a rock-solid agency sales system inside your HubSpot CRM. Learn more at doinbound.com slash sales course. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to Inbound Sales Journey. This is Gray and Ryan, the Gray and Ryan Show. What if we named it that, Ryan? Yeah, I think some rebranding's in order. Fortunately, we did not. Hey, if you guys missed out last week, episode number 64, we hit on, we started talking about digital tools and using these like interactive tools, potentially in place of content offers, but using them in the, we were talking a lot about using it in the sales process, but I think there's a ton of ways that you can use these tools and a lot of good examples out there. So if you're interested in learning more, what we had to say, some of the psychological impacts of using these digital tools rather than just having these one-on-one conversations every time, go back and listen to last week's episode. And the example we gave last week was our inbound revenue calculator, which you can see at doinbound.com slash IRC. And so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to go way more in depth into the inbound revenue calculator. And we're going to talk about, as Ryan has named this episode, Ryan, you want to, you want to spit it to us? The name of the episode. Correct. The five magic numbers of the inbound revenue calculator. It makes it sound so grandiose. That's my best Morgan Freeman voice, okay. but I can't get that low. Yeah. Also, I said I'd, Freeman. It's Freeman. <laughs> I think uh, I think there's about one person who can get that low. Yeah. It's it's hard. So let's talk about these five magic numbers, um, and we'll we'll kind of dive into them specifically here. As we're jumping through, I'll give you guys the quick overview. The first, so what we, on this page, we're looking for five numbers from their current marketing and sales team. Um, and basically all we're trying to prove here is what is, we're trying to figure out what could the impact of inbound marketing be and help them visualize that. Um, and then we're going to also coming out of this, we're going to come up with all kinds of opportunities and be able to figure out whether or not financially we're going to be a good fit to work together. So the five numbers, the very first one we're asking for is their average monthly traffic. So we're using something like Google Analytics. Um, assume that they have something installed right now. If not, um, we'll ask them to install something. We'll use Alexa or something to try and guesstimate where they might be at right now or at least some range. Uh, but typically someone who's talking to us about inbound has something set up currently. Um, and so we're looking at their current traffic. We'll look at the average number of monthly leads that they get. So a lot of times someone will come to us and they have very little in the terms of email marketing right now. It's a contact form. And so we're just kind of looking at um, a lot of times this is a guess on their part. We like to, we like to dive into the numbers whenever we can. If we can say, Hey, go pull your form submissions over the course of the last month or the last three months. And we'll, um, average that out. But sometimes it's, hey, figure out how many people have emailed you and mentioned coming through your website and the phone calls that you're getting. So we're grabbing their leads, um, average total number of leads on a monthly business. We'll look at qualified leads. So basically the percentage of those, you got 10 form submissions last month. How many of those like were not job applications, were not people trying to sell you their services. So qualified leads, percentage, um, is the third number. 
Then we'll look at the close rate. So out of those legitimate leads, those qualified leads, how many do your, what's the percentage that your sales team is able to close? Are you closing 30%, 50%? That'll give us some indication right now. I mean, hopefully the lower the total number of leads, the higher the close rate, but it is pretty shocking how, uh, how ineffective people's marketing is right out of the gate uh, in a lot of these cases, especially with a, with a smaller business. And then we'll look at lifetime value or the um, total uh, or, or even sometimes ARPU or the average revenue per user or per customer. Um, but typically we're looking at lifetime value because what we're trying to understand is what's going to be the long-term impact of inbound marketing. So those are the five numbers that we dig into here. And out of that, what we're going to come up with is we're going to come up with their conversion rate. So monthly website traffic to monthly leads. What's the traffic to lead conversion ratio? We're going to get a number for the average qualified leads per month. So based on that traffic and that conversion rate um, and the percentage of those leads that are qualified, how many average qualified leads are we generating per month? Based on the close rate from that number, we'll then get the average new customers per month. And then based on the customer lifetime value multiplied by the close rate, we'll get net new business per month. Now, it's important to recognize here and make sure that the customer understands that's not necessarily if you know your customer lifetime value might be fifty thousand dollars, but it's recognized over the course of fifty months. Um, if it's a thousand dollar software subscription with a with a low churn rate, um, so it's important to realize that doesn't necessarily mean if you close five new customers, you didn't make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in revenue this month. That just means the overall impact on the business. Um, is that you've generated $250,000 worth of new business closed. So we're trying to grab those four metrics there and then just kind of realize what would this look like if we increase some of the things that are standard to increase in uh, in the realm of impact. So some of the most typical ones that are easiest to measure is that conversion rate and your website traffic. But obviously, it's also pretty easy to measure average qualified leads. You set up lead scoring inside of HubSpot, and you start to um, figure out what are the metrics that we're uh, looking at. So is that number of opportunities that we have? Um, And you're able to measure that, measure the close rate. Obviously, none of this is complex to measure. So what we're trying to help them visualize is what is the impact going to be, and then make a decision based on that potential impact and our projections based on the activity level, servicing level, that we're going to provide for them of what our goals are and obviously figure that out with their goals as well. Ron, I just rambled for a long time. You still with me? I'm with you. You were sleeping over there. I could feel it. Yeah, a little bit. I could sense it. <laughs> um, Greg, do you have a question? Yeah, go ahead. So you came up with the calculator, this is before I came back and, and was on board with you guys. So you guys have been using this for a while. When you were building this out, what made you choose these numbers? Or like how did you come up with, with these five magic numbers, if you will, uh, compared to creating like another type of calculator? What What is it about these numbers that you think are, are the most beneficial for like selling inbound to, to a client? Yeah, good question. So there were um, – I mean there were resources – from a lot of different agencies that we looked at and from HubSpot um, and even some of the other marketing automation providers as they were trying to give these like Excel templates and stuff 
to people. Some were really complex, talking like 15 or 20 numbers. Um, some were a lot simpler, three or four numbers. And so based on the conversations that we were having with prospects, it seemed like as we were trying to figure out uh, – I mean, obviously the big concept here is like we're trying to figure out how to break a big uh, – a big deal, if you will, Ryan, into uh, into like achievable pieces here. So we're not trying to say all at once. Like if you just ask, what's the ROI that you would like to see from inbound? And it's I think part of this too is we're trying to give people an idea of what might be reasonable for them. So to think that we could increase their conversion rate by 1% in 90% of organizations, we should be able to do that. Um. There's got to be ways to do that because so many organizations are just not capturing any of the leads who are coming to their site and consuming their content and who might be a great fit to work with them in the future and could get a lot of value from their service. To think that we could increase their traffic by 30% in the vast majority of cases, like we're going to be able to help achieve that. So help them understand what are some benchmarks, what are some opportunities for you, and then obviously the one-to-one component of this where it's not just the calculator with these kind of general numbers that we have to choose for to show as far as like generic increase um but we're then able to to then have that like hey specifically here's where your conversion rate's really low or your close rate seems abysmal like we're either taking on too many opportunities and we're wasting your sales team's time or your sales team is really terrible at selling this um (laughs) so So there's there's work that needs to be done here, and then we'll you know it, it helps you understand where to focus your services um, and where the low hanging fruit is earlier. But to answer your question, Ryan, uh, from our own experience talking to other people, and then just kind of what kept popping up over and over and over. Well, I I was going to say that I really like. I think we found a sweet spot in not too simplistic, but also not overly complicated. Because like you have come across. Um, like more and more, it seems like, especially recently, um, tools like this. And it's the ones that are, you have 15 boxes to fill out, you know, before you get some sort of complicated results as well, where it's like, you know, these guys really should have boiled this down simpler. Or you have the ones that are, here's two fields or three fields. And, uh, you know, here's a, an example. And, and I think like something that maybe all of us have gone to at some point, uh, there's a lot of like financial, like personal finance calculators out there. Uh, trying to figure out like is it better to rent or buy or you know there's there's a variety of calculators out there especially in the financial sector and that's I guess where I'm pulling a lot of comparisons from as well where it's just like you know geez this is this is way too much info uh, to try to give and then take in and way too complicated uh, or this seems way too simplistic to be legit and so I think that when we focus on uh, the two major factors that we're going to control which is conversion rate and traffic uh, on their website. And I like gray, how at the bottom of the calculator, you, there's an option for more details and it's just very simple and very clear to show, okay, if it's not just a generic, you know, 30% increase in traffic or 1% uh, conversion increase, here's what it would be. Even if it was a half a percent conversion increase for you guys, here's still the revenue. And, and based on your other numbers, does it still, even if it was just half a percent, does it still make sense to move forward and to partner with us? You know, if you're paying us $10,000 a month, but you're potentially getting $100,000 in business at a, at a half a percent uh, conversion increase, well, yeah, you know, it makes sense to do that. So I like, Gray, how you've laid it out uh, visually, the new HubSpot version that you built, 
pretty darn slick. Um, but I would say if you guys want to check that out, the doomba.com backslash IRC or Guava Box has a link to it as well. Uh, give give it a shot and, and fill it out because, you know, I, I think Ray did a good job. And I was curious to just hear, like, how did you come up with those five numbers? Because I really do think that it's it's like the, the perfect amount um, to get the point across without bombarding people with a crazy amount of information or asking them for in- information that they definitely won't have the answer to. I think you kept it like pretty like high level, but still gets down to the, to the point. So, yeah, thanks Ra. It has, it has worked really well and the ability for people to just go there, use it right away. The ability to download results and share those internally or, uh, or even send those over to us to have a look at. Um, that's been awesome and gotten really good feedback. I, that's one of the things we probably should have gotten into last week and we didn't. Um, we'll just hit on this real quickly, Ryan, before we wrap up. So one of the ways we use this, there are a lot of times where we are walking through this live on a call with with people. There's also a lot of times where we'll just pull this up, let them know about it, and send it to them as homework. And the homework request is go fill this out, download your results, and uh, send us a copy of that. And so having... That's one piece of, we've talked about assignment selling before on the podcast, and that's one of the assignments as someone's going through a sales process that they're going to have to walk through. And there's a lot of reasons that that's successful, but I think putting some of the work back on them and seeing what their willingness is to share. If someone's not willing to share these five numbers with us, there's no way we're ever going to work together and work together successfully. Um, And so, or if they're just going to give us bogus information or say these huge ranges like that's one of the things i do like about the calculator there's no way to say well it's somewhere between customer lifetime values anywhere between a thousand dollars and like forty five thousand dollars no you have to pick you have to pick a number and to be able to complete this homework you're gonna have to choose one um and obviously you can push back on people on whether these numbers are correct or not but i think having that assignment and um enforcing your prospects to take action and do work during the sales process um, really helps put you in the driver's seat for moving things forward and, and and kind of tying them down, not in a bad way, but in a helpful way to what are they, what are they willing to commit on and what are they unwilling to commit on? Um, and are they really invested in this or are they just kind of um, trying to get a feel for it, but not really that serious about it? Yep. So. Cool. Well, Next week, we're going to be talking about how uh, how use the digital calculator to clearly communicate value. Um, so this will be this is episode two of our three part series. It'll be wrapping us up there uh, next week. Uh, but appreciate you guys tuning in. We're going to have show notes and all this stuff. Probably throw some screenshots and stuff also of the inbound revenue revenue calculator out there, so you can check that out in the show notes. Doomon.com backslash sales journey is how you get there. Uh, Again, really appreciate you guys uh, being with us, and we will see you back here next week. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.